Good morning. I'm Margaret Christine Mullings and welcome to Hope and Inspiration. And the topic this morning is when your brook dries up. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, move by your spirit, move by your power, and breathe your breath upon this listening audience. Anoint each air, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let them hear you, O God, and, and not me. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. And the scripture text this morning is 1 Kings chapter 17. Elijah was the first in a long line of important prophets. God sent to Israel and Judah. Israel, the northern kingdom, had no faithful kings throughout its history. Each king was wicked and actually led the people in worshipping pagan gods. Those who worshipped Baal really believed he was the god who brought the rains and bountiful harvest. So when Elijah walked into the presence of this Baal-worshipping king and told him there would be no rain for several years, this shocked Ahab. King Ahab had built a strong military defense, but it could not bring rain. Elijah bravely confronted the man who led his people, God's people, into evil, and he told of a power far greater than any pagan god. The Lord God of Israel, hallelujah, allow me right now to read in your hearing 1 Kings chapter 17, beginning at verse 1. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tisbe in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Imagine the boldness and the confidence that Elijah had in God. Verse 2, Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah in verse 3, Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in Kerith, ravine east of the Jordan. In verse 4, You will drink from the brook, and I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. Remember, the famine was on. This was a severe famine. And verse 5, So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the, to the Kerith ravine east of the Jordan and stayed there. Verse 6, The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening and he drank from the brook. Verse 7, Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Verse 8, Then the word of the Lord came to him in verse 9, Go at once to Zarephath of Zidon and stay there. I have commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food. 
Verse 10, so he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called and bring me a piece of bread. Now, stick a pin right there. Can you imagine how Elijah must have felt when he saw the widow woman at Zarephath near the town's gate gathering sticks? Listen, this was the woman that God had sent him to to supply him with food. Now, she on the other hand thought she was preparing her last meal. But Elijah knew God had not made a mistake. This was the woman God had sent him to to sustain him during the, the severe famine in the land. Elijah's brook had dried up. The widow woman's response to Elijah's request revealed her hidden fate as she was going to get the water. Elijah said, and, and bring me please a piece of bread. Verse 11, her response is in verse 12. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah's fate was being put to the test. The Lord knew that this widow woman was down to her last in supplies. Elijah's brook had dried up and he demonstrated firm faith when he made a request for a piece of bread. The widow woman actually thought she was preparing her last meal. But a but, gotta re, I got to repeat that, but, but, and but as a conjunction, but a simple, one simple, simple act of faith produced a miracle. She trusted Elijah and gave all she had to eat to him. Faith is the step between promise and assurance to you who are tuning in this morning or whatever time it is where you are. When your brook dries up, will you still walk in faith and obedience? I want to repeat that again. When your brook, and I'm speaking to me first, when your brook dries up, will you still walk in faith and obedience? On this very day, today, some are sad. Others are mourning the loss of loved ones. Many have been displaced. Others have lost everything that they had. Listen, perhaps there may be no meal today. But be it known to you on this day, every miracle, large or small, begins with an act of obedience. 
We may not see the solution until we take the first step of faith. Yes, I reiterate it again. You may have lost everything that you owned. When your brook dries up, what do you do? Pause right now. To fight, to think about this question as you reflect on Elijah who had not food, any food to eat, only what the ravens, and listen, the ravens were considered dirty birds. But God used the ravens, yes, the dirty birds, the unclean birds, to feed Elijah during the famine to keep him alive. The ravens brought Elijah his food. But now something had happened. Elijah's brook had dried up. He had no water to drink. Mm -hmm. Because there was such a severe famine in the land. But look at this now. Take note of this. Meanwhile, a widow woman from Zarephath was down to her last meal and had no other means of getting food. Look at how God divinely intervened for her through Elijah, the prophet. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, he intervened. And I want to tell you something today. Right now, as you are tuning in to this broadcast, God is divinely intervening on your behalf. He's divinely intervening in your situation, wherever you are on your journey. You may be walking what may seem like the worst time of your life, but I only stop by to tell you today, when your brook dries up, this signifies the manifestation of the provisions God has destined for you. But you, and, and I, me too, but you have got to keep hope alive and walk in faith in now faith, now faith, right now, now faith and obedience. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, breathe your breath right now on everyone that is tuning in. Yes, Father. Oh, my Father, especially those whose hearts are saddened by the loss of their loved ones. Our Father, place springs of living water in wells that have dried up and manifest your provisions for this day. Oh yes, Father. Restore families. Yes. Restore the prayer altar in our homes. Cause husbands to love their wives once again. And wives, wives to respect their husbands as head and priest of the home. Let husbands praise their wife and her children rise up and call her blessed. Restore, revive, and rekindle our faith. Yes, Father. And when the brook that you've given us dries up, cause us to remember, Father, that you are you are our true source of everything we need and that you promised to supply all our needs according to riches in glory by Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Margaret Christine Mullingshead saying thank you for tuning in. God bless you and I'm keeping you.
each and every one of you lifted in prayer. But most importantly, remember Jesus Christ is our high priest and he is making intercessions for you. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.